Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. What's the worry here, Nick? You've lost some of your talent as an actor? No. <laughs> what did he say? He says he loves you, but he went in a different direction. I'm done. I'm quitting acting. Tell the trades it was a tremendous honor to be a part of storytelling and myth making man i'm driving through the hills i'm sorry one more time <laughs> you you had me at nicholas cage this is a new theatrical release the unbearable weight of massive talent which made my my favorite title ever and uh this this has gotten a lot of buzz tim lammers welcome back tell us all about this yeah, you're right, Paul. The title is one of the greatest, isn't it? Immediately it grabs your attention. Starring Nicolas Cage as a heightened version of himself, as you gathered from that, that audio there. Successful actor. He had a hot career once, but now it's on the skids. He needs cash, so he accepts an offer of a million dollars to attend the birthday party of a billionaire superfan, uh, Javi, played by uh, the Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal. Um, it's on a remote island, and uh, Nick is unaware that uh, Javi is actually a notorious drug kingpin. Um, so Oops. before he gets to the, his destination, a couple of CIA agents pull him aside, and they, they cajole him into spying on Javi. And the weird thing is they actually divor- they, they form a bond, a friendship. Um, but then uh, the, the criminal uh, underlings kidnap Nick's wife and daughter, bring them to the island. So Nick needs to channel his inner action hero, the ones we saw in the movies. Uh, and it creates like a meta movie scenario with real life and death stakes. So it's really the movie's a hoot. I just loved it. I can't tell you how much I love this movie, probably just for the fact that Nick is starring as himself. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yep. not like they're mocking him. I mean, the, the, it's out of great respect, the, this, this script, because a couple fans of his, filmmakers, wrote this, and it is so incredibly clever and so much fun. It is just a blast. What, what is it about Nicolas Cage? I mean, he's just, he's in a different universe. He's like, he's on a different plane uh, as an he actor, is. and I don't. Can you explain the magic of Nicolas Cage? Well, you know, look, he's been known for his his. You know, he's had some quirky roles in the past. You know, he won an Oscar though for leaving Las Vegas 
But then in the in the last few years, you know, he's been turning up in these low budget movies, and it's like, what are you doing? Well, the way I understand it is Nick just marches to the beat of his own drummer. He wants to do what he wants to do. He doesn't want to be beholden to any studios with blockbusters. So that may account for at least his uh, selection of roles. But, you know, off screen, you know, we've heard about enough quirkiness, right? Um, you know, they, he was a big Elvis fan, and then he just happens to marry the daughter of Elvis Presley, uh, if, I, if I'm thinking correctly. And, and then, of course, he's got a massive comic book uh, collection, and actually his original name was uh, Nicholas Coppola, who is the nephew of Francis Ford Coppola. And then he changed his name to Nick Cage, Cage being from Luke Cage, the comic book character. So, yeah, he's made some odd choices in his life. Uh, and, you know, in this day and age, we see so much not only of people on screen, but, but what they do off screen. And, and Nicolas Cage has been a target for that. And as it turns out, it appears to be the perfect subject for a movie like this. Yeah, absolutely. Be fun to party with Nicolas Cage, at least once, but that <laughs> may, may, maybe not the more I think about that. Hey, uh, the next movie we want to tee up, The Bad Guys, starring the voices of Sam Rockwell, Mark Marone, and Craig Robinson. We're the bad guys. It's crime time, baby. Shark. We need a distraction. Do I get to improvise? Fine, please be subtle. I'm having a baby! Is there a doctor or perhaps several security guards that could leave their post and help me? We were never given a chance to be anything more than criminals. But these are the cards we've been dealt, so we might as well play them. All right. That sounds good, too. What, what do you make of the bad guys? Well, I tell you, Paul, after the, the two downer series that we talked about on Tuesday for streaming, yeah. I needed something a lot lighter. We got it, obviously, with the unbearable weight of massive talent. And you get it again with The Bad Guys, which is an animated film that's for kids and adults. Um, uh, Sam Rockwell, he voices uh, Mr. Wolf, who is a wolf that leads this band of animal criminals uh, made up of a snake, tarantula, shark, piranha, you know, he's got the whole laundry list. They're caught red-handed during a high-profile heist. There's this distinguished professor who claims he can reform these bad guys into good guys, turn them into model citizens, but the bad guys look at it as an opportunity to uh, play good as a cover to commit more crimes, and then something happens where the tables are turned on them. So, you know, it's fast, it's funny, manic action, that sort of stuff. The humor is there, some of it really clever. Again, it's the sort of thing that I think both kids and adults will enjoy. But what I really enjoyed about this film the most, Paul, is the fact that, you know, we've seen so much computer animation uh, over the years, and it, the wow factor is really not there as much as it used to be. Um, this has this distinct retro look to it, which really, really to me, it's like, wow, I, I love this fact. It, it just looks different than most of the computer animated uh, feature films we see now. So, you know, I, I think it's a great movie. It's, it's a lot of fun. And again, uh, it's not highbrow stuff, but, you know, maybe a couple little messages about, you know, taking responsibility and being a good person, which is always good. So, yeah, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Hey, before we let you go, Tim, 
Your thoughts about Netflix uh, losing subscribers. I think that was the first mm. time ever, and they lost a big chunk of their market cap. I think their stock was down, what, 30 40 percent? And, and some of the, the critics, the chattering class, are, are saying we're at peak streaming. That, you know, with inflation, people just aren't going to spend, you know, stupid money for five, six, ten different streaming services. And Netflix, I know, has upped their rates. now. I think I'm paying 20 bucks a month. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, any any thoughts? Are we reading too much into what happened with Netflix? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think, you know, I think... What did they lose? A couple hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah, two hundred thousand. You know, but but now there are projections that it could lose as much as two million right. coming down the road. Now that would be a big blow to that company. But yeah, I think cost has something to do with it. It's, you know, particularly with inflation. But they're coming up with a plan now. They they first of all they blame some of this loss to all the password sharing that's going right. on. And obviously, as a business, I'm all for that. You know, I I don't blame them for for wanting to ferret out all the people that are getting this stuff for free when they shouldn't be. Um, But also business wise, what they're looking at is a pay uh, model like a lot of other streaming services where you can pay this fee for ads or you can keep, you know, you can pay a higher fee and get no ads. Well, that was the whole appeal with Netflix in the first place. I almost think that's going to damage them even more because what the, the amount we're paying now, is that going to be the bottom rung where we get ads and there's going to be a higher level? I mean, what, what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it's in flux right now for them. And I just think that the, the bevy of content that's coming out and new stream streaming services all the time. And then you got a streaming service like CNN plus that was here for a month. And Lasted, then, yeah. What? Three weeks. And they flushed that thing right away. That Jeez. was a, a strict business decision. After Almost half a billion dollars, half a billion in marketing and hiring new talent and new anchors. It just amazes me that they they flush that so fast. It's a big problem, again, and I've said this before, but, you know, they're trying to keep up with the studios, and in some ways they're beating them. Um, But how many $200, $300 million pictures are they going to have to finance before they're going to have to pass that ca- uh, cost on to the consumer. Yep. You know, they are really bankrolling a lot of major projects, and, and that cannot help. I think probably the biggest turnoff is the cost. Now, we talked about this before, Paul, too. 20 bucks a month, I mean, if you look at it with the same perspective of how much am I going to spend in, at the theater for one movie, I mean, bottom line, there's your 20 bucks. Right. So I still think it's a great deal if you stream a lot. So I don't know. I, I was kind of shocked that they lost viewership. I, I, I really too. was. But again, there's, yeah. yes. Who uh, knows? Well, uncharted territory, um, a lot of options out there. And well, and the pandemic are... is waning, too. So maybe yeah. that has something to do with yeah. it. Amen. Tim Lammers, have a great weekend. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Have a great weekend. We'll talk next week. All right. Looking forward to it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.